you're listening to Behind Closed Doors with Billy Elliot. I'm Billy. By day, I host radio and interview all sorts of interesting people. And by night, I facilitate success for women in business, hosting space for women to set goals and reach their full potential, just like our Lewis FC players. Now, this podcast is your chance to personally get to know the players off the pitch. Today, we're talking to Tatiana Saunders, the goalkeeper of Lewis FC, who has a lot to say about being brave and striving for what you want in life despite challenges. Really excited to be sharing this brilliant interview with Tatiana Saunders. Enjoy. So, how are you today, Tatiana? I'm great, thank you. It's not raining today, so excited and yeah no it's a beautiful day yeah um, I was really really interested to know a little bit more about how you got to play football tell us the story of how you got to this point now um so my family is from originally from the Lake District and I moved to the U.S. when I was three in the U.S. there's a tremendous amount of playing opportunities for girls. I also have two older brothers, so they started playing football before I did, and I just kind of wanted to play with them and compete with them. So whenever they were practicing in the garden, I would always join in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I played in a town like Youth League. Um, My dad was actually my first head coach, uh, and that's how I became a goalkeeper. Uh, He he said, does anyone want to go on goal? And no one raised their hand. So he turned to me and was like, right, get in goal. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So he was just like, be brave. He gave me the best advice, just be brave. Um, And so then I, I played with my kind of local uh, club team. I played in my high school team as well. And then I got recruited to actually play at Dartmouth college. It's kind of cool because Meg goes to Harvard. Uh, Meg who's playing with us now is attending Harvard. And so we have a little bit of Ivy League rivalry going on. Oh, amazing. (laughs) And then when I graduated from Dartmouth, I actually took a three-year hiatus from football and I worked in finance. After three years, I really miss playing. I miss competing. I miss training. I miss, you know, being part of a team. And it kind of was a, a now or never decision. So I decided to leave my job and I played in Iceland. The first professional contract I had was for a team in Iceland and then actually went straight from Iceland and played an entire season in France. And then I ended up returning to that same team uh, last year. And now I'm here at uh, Lewis. Wow, that's quite a journey. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Karen Dobre, the one of the directors of the club, and she was telling me you're an incredibly, incredibly good goalkeeper. How did it feel working? Was it in Wall Street that you worked? Yeah, I worked in uh, sales and trading on Wall Street. I was with the natural gas options. I was on the commodities desk. Incredibly different to football then. Yeah, definitely. I also grew up playing with the England national team. So from the age of 13 to 19, I was traveling back and forth from the U.S. to come and play with England. So when I graduated from Dartmouth football, had kind of been my life, my career, you know, my occupation. And I found when I graduated, I had the opportunity to play professionally in the U.S. or to work in finance. And finance was something new. It was a new challenge. That's why I kind of decided to take a break from football and focus in, on finance. It was great. I loved I loved my job. I loved the energy of the training floor. I loved how applicable things I had learned in sports, such as being a team member, communication, you know, accountability, leadership was applicable in the corporate world. Yeah, I was going to say, are there quite a lot of parallels between the corporate world and the football world? 
Yeah, absolutely. You can't be shy, you know, and communication is huge because you're communicating to your clients, you're listening to your clients and your desk actually ends up becoming your team. Mm, I love that. Did you face the same sort of challenges as you do in football when you were in the corporate world? Absolutely. To be successful, you really have to be disciplined and motivated. You have to have goals. You need to work towards those goals. You know, I was someone who like needed to also be active. So I had to be on my desk at 7am and I would leave between 4.35, which is great because I have the whole afternoon off, but I'm someone who needs to be active. So I would then go to the gym or I would get up at like four o'clock in the morning and go running before work. Mm, Um, So just trying to like manage and have a social life at the same time. Uh, I was really fortunate because a lot of my friends before in high school as well, as well as university were working in New York. So yeah, no, it was a great, it was a great experience. What made you leave then? And you said that you missed football. Was there anything else that, were there any other reasons that you decided to make the change? Football was the main one. And another thing is you can sit in an office chair for the rest of your life and you're only young once. You know, my thoughts were, even if I don't play at necessarily the highest level, you know, I may, I have the chance to live in another country. Like I, I've, you know, I was able to live in Iceland for six months, which is an unreal, you know, country. I was able to live in France and learn French. And now I'm here at Lewis, you know, I'm, I'm, part of a club that is fighting for equality. And I also have the opportunity to do my MBA at the same time. So it's, you know, it's really opened a lot of doors. Amazing. Yeah, I heard about your MBA. Tell me more about that. What are you you working on? So I want to play football for as long as possible. When I'm done playing, I don't want to go back into what I was doing previously in finance. I would really like to work in the corporate side of sports and doing an MBA gives you the skills to change your career. Yeah. In your MBA, do you look into what needs to change for women in both business and sport? It's something I'm definitely interested in. Uh, This is another reason why I left finance was I was a little frustrated with the barriers that women have to overcome and Mm -hmm. the gender disparities that are Mm -hmm. still so prevalent. I'm sure when people think of Wall Street, they think of the movie Wolf on Wall Street. It is not like that anymore, but um, (laughs) sadly, sexism is still prevalent in the workforce. And so that's one thing I have. I did one paper in my MBA focusing on like the, you know, the leadership barriers that women have to overcome to get to those Mm -hmm. CEO positions that men necessarily don't have to. Men are kind of almost groomed for these these leadership roles, whereas females are rarely. You know, we have, I'm not sure exactly if this is the right statistic, but it's something like only 7% or some small percentage of women are like Fortune 500 CEOs. You rarely see women in political lead roles. It's great that we now have a female vice president in the U.S. So women, we do have a long way to go. We -hmm. need more female leadership programs, more mentoring. We need that same opportunity for females. Yeah, totally, totally. Thanks for that, Tatiana. I asked this question to Rianne and I thought it was quite a nice question. What do you think you bring? I mean, you're the goalkeeper. Karen has told me that I think you've only let one goal in. this this year and it's used in the advert (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Karen was like oh no (laughs) not gonna like that Um, because you're so so good at what you do and I just want to know apart from being a brilliant goalie what do you think you bring to the game and what qualities do you have on the pitch um on the pitch I think 
I'm a very loud person. <laughs> uh, being a goalkeeper, you 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 know you see the whole field, so you have to, communication is key. Um, so I definitely think I'm a loud presence on the pitch. Um, I just try and give as much information as possible. So, for example, with my defenders, when they have forwards who are making runs, I'll say to, like, Rianne, for example, I'll be like, left shoulder, because she might not be aware that someone's making a run behind her because, you know, there's another person in front of her who has the ball. So I just try and and give them as much information and help organize them. They say They often say, like, the best goalkeepers are the ones who don't have to make as many saves because they're organizing their defense so well. Really interesting. Love that. So you're quite new to Lewis Football Club. You've started this season, is that right? Yep, this is my first season with Lewis. What's it been like? Because, of course, Lewis is becoming famous for its equality work. How has it been for you? I love that. I love what Lewis does off the pitch. I love the community there is in Lewis and the support we have from owners all over the world, not just owners within Lewis. I love the amount that they do off the pitch. I love, you know, all the strives we've made towards equality. It's something that is, you know, having worked in Wall Street and seen it, seen sexism, seen the disparities in the real world and in football as well. It's, you know, it's something that's very close to me and dear to my heart. So I love everything that Lewis is doing. Amazing. Looking back on your career, Tatiana, through the whole time, even from when you were a child playing football, looking back on the whole of your football career, what would you say your highlights and lowlights have been? Highlights would be, I have a few. So I owe, in my opinion, I owe pretty much, you know, everything, my football career to my dad, who was my first coach, and he was also my biggest fan. He drove me to training. He flew halfway across the world just to watch me play for England. So I would say my highlights would be a my first match in goal, which I actually remember the I was scored on. We were playing this team called White Plains, and I got scored on, and I remember the goal against me so vividly. First match playing for England, and then last year playing for Olymp- against um, Olympic Lyonnais in the French, the Coupe de France in the French Cup and having three 3,000 people there. But also, more importantly, it was fortunate because my dad had a business trip in Geneva, which is right near, close to us. So he was actually able to come and watch. And at that point, Olympic Lyonnais had been, you know, dubbed the best the best female team in the world. So to play against them was, uh, was yeah, it was great. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, low. My yeah. lows would probably be as a footballer. You constantly have highs and lows. You know, you have games, matches where you know you 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 get a hand on it, but it's just not quite enough, and it ends up going in. And you know, I'm someone who I hold myself to very high standards, and as a footballer, you constantly like I get upset if I have you know a bad training session because I feel I'm like you know what that's not good enough. I need to be better for my team. I need to be better for myself. I know I can be better. So. As a footballer, there's constant highs and lows. It's every day. Yes, you have a bad match here and there. Yes, you get a coach who you don't agree with. But, you know, there's just, it's in football, it's constant. You know, you become resilient as a footballer. So with that resilience in mind, looking over your whole football career as well, what do you think the greatest challenge has been for you? The greatest challenge? That's a great question. I would say my greatest challenge is being able to time manage so that I can excel in both football as well as my academics. One key thing that 
I try to remind a lot of younger players is that football is not forever and that you have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in your future career. So academics are vital. So being able to manage my time so that I, I can get all my schoolwork done, do, you know, do well in my assignments, recover in between sessions, perform in sessions. Um, like right now, it's, it's very challenging because with my MBA, I have it from, I have Friday from nine to six, and then we train from six to eight. And then I have it again on Saturday from nine to six, and then we have a match on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely challenging to make sure that, you know, I'm getting enough sleep. I had similar, you know, similar challenges when I was at Dartmouth and we had training every day and then we'd be gone for the entire weekend for a match. And you, you know, one time we had a match against Penn and we got back at four o'clock in the morning and I had a math final at 8 a.m. on Monday. Oh, wow. So no, it's, it's definitely challenging, but it's, it's good because you learn the skill of time management you learn discipline, you learn accountability. Definitely. That's a great answer. Thank you. Um, word on the street is that you have a granny who comments on everything on Facebook. Would you like to give her a special shout out? Absolutely. She is a she's a character and she loves football and she loves Lewis. I know she really appreciates all the updates. Um, yeah, she's actually in Belgium right now for the second lockdown. She's with my aunt who lives in Belgium, but I know she's a massive Lewis fan and she's cheering us you know, us on all the way from Belgium. Her name is Edwina. She's known as Grandma, Grandma Saunders. Grandma Saunders, shout out to Grandma Saunders. Thank you for all your support. It's the people like Grandma Saunders who keep us going, right, in life, like your dad as well. Yeah, yeah, no. That's a wonderful part of Lewis is the amount of support we receive from the community as well as the staff. Mm -hmm. One more question then, and I think we've got to wrap up. If you were speaking to people who are young, who perhaps are facing a lot of barriers, like lots of women do in football, what words of encouragement would you offer? You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. By no means is it going to be easy. But if you want it enough, you can achieve it. You, you know, you just have to put your head down and keep working. And as my, my brother always says, he loves this quote, who dares wins. So don't be afraid to take risks um, and do, do what you love and put your whole heart into it. Yeah, I love that. From what I hear from you, Tatiana, it sounds like you really took that advice from your dad to be brave. And you've been incredibly brave so far in your life with all the decisions that you've made. It's been an absolute honour to talk to you today. Thank you so much. No, it was great. Thank you. Thank you.